Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning into the Area Justice Show. This show is a promotional platform geared towards young entrepreneurs, singers, rappers, authors, actors, and other individuals in the entertainment industry. This show will include interviews, deep conversations, and musical breaks. Please enjoy the show. Today, we have a special guest by the name of Kenneth. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hi, Kenneth. How are you? How's it going? How's it going? How you doing with all this COVID going on? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me good? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Great, great, great. Um, I've been out here striving, grinding, you know what I mean? Praying up, staying prayed up, staying blessed up. You know what I'm saying? You just got to keep your head down in times like this and, you know, be right with yourself. So that's that's all I'm doing, really. What about yourself? Same thing. Just trying to stay safe. I wear my mask and my gloves and pretty much <laughs> in the house. Sometimes I go out and work out, but not much. Facts. I feel that. Yes, definitely. And so to get started, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to do like a little bit of an icebreaker. So since I know you do music, we are going to play rap trivia. Are you down for that? Well, let's get it, man. Ain't All right. Let's get it. All right. So the first question is, what record company was started by Suge Knight and Dr. Dre? Death Row. Come on, let's go. Okay. Ding, so ding, 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that was easy, though. That My was man. easy. Yeah, humble. these Let might be easy. Humble. Yeah. The next question is, who released the album, Damn, in 2017? Oh. D-A-M-N. Is that King Kendrick Lamar? Is that yes, Kendrick Lamar. You got it. Okay. Alrighty, and I'm gonna ask you this question because some people mess up on it. I want to see if you know it. What city was Tupac visiting when he was shot and killed? Mm. A lot of people mess up on it. See, people, people. I, I would say California, but I'm thinking more. I'm thinking more like, hmm, that's interesting. Like, I don't like to think about, you know, Tupac. Yeah. I hope he got out. I hope he got out of there. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in Cuba. But realistically, uh, my, my, mm, mm, I want to, uh, I'm trying to, because I know Biggie was in, I know Biggie was in California. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Pac was in, um, if he's, if, if the answer is really LA, I'm going to be mad. But I'm going to say New York or somewhere in the East. No. Somewhere in the east, east side. Somewhere. On the east side. He yeah. was in Vegas, baby. Oh, Vegas? Oh, man. Yes, oh, Vegas. Oh, Las man. Vegas. Remember, because oh, he was God. leaving the casino. Oh, facts. facts. Yes. And someone else said New York. A lot of people thought he was in New York. Biggie, I thought I it believe. was L.A. Where was Biggie? In New York or California? I don't know. He where was Biggie in California. Was. Biggie was in California. Biggie was in California. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All righty. The next question is, what bling bling rapper has had a lot of seizures possibly linked to his purple drink habit? Uh, I'm going to say Wheezy F, baby. Yes, you got it. Wheezy F, Little baby. Wayne, the Carter. Yes. All right. Next question. Hotel Moat. 
Hotel Holiday Inn. Who recorded the song Rapper's Delight? Oh, wow. Mm. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Oh. I'll give you a hint. It's a it's a gang. It's a gang. Uh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, I just don't know the name of them. I, I actually do know the name. It's like a very kiddish kind of name, I guess. It's like a. Mm. I might have to. I might have to. I might have to take my L on this one. Though. You gonna take right, your L? It's the Sugar Hill Gang. Sugar Hill Gang. I see. I knew it. Some <laughs> kitty. Some kitty thing. I couldn't. I couldn't. Couldn't think of it though. You couldn't think of that it. It's okay. That yeah, that was a good one. Though. That was a good one. And my last two questions is: What group came straight out of Compton? Oh come on, NWA. NWA. Actually, I have three more questions. Okay. So two more <laughs> now. Okay. Right. Who is known for wearing a big clock as a necklace and yelling, "Your boy"? Flavor Flav. Flav. Yes. <laughs> and the last question, a lot of people mess up on this one too, so listen carefully. How mm-hmm. many times does Andre 3000 apologize in the song Mrs. Jackson? Well, Miss Jackson, that's what he says. So apologize and sorry is the same thing, right? Yeah. Okay, so in the song or just the chorus? In the song. It's real easy. It's okay. not a number. I'm going I'm to give you a hint. It's not a number. It's a word. He says, I apologize a million times. I said, I just wrapped it. Yeah, yeah. I apologize a million times. I'll say a million and, yeah, a million and one times. A million and so. one. It's actually trillion. <laughs> Trillion. I apologize he, a trillion times. Really? Yes. Wow. But you were wow. close. You, 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 that's, you. Read. Nah, nah, that's a that's a Mandela effect. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was a million, but I feel you. If it changed, dang. It might have changed. Maybe it did. Mandela effect it got me. That, it got you. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Well, that's the end of our game. You did good. That's the end of our icebreaker, but you killed it, though. You killed oh, okay. it. Okay. Appreciate it. <laughs> now we're going to get into the questions. I know you're doing producing a movie. Can um, mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about that? Okay. Well, the movie that I have right now, you know, movies, it's in a pre production phase. It's called Indigo. But I always, with the movie and my stories, I always kind of let it evolve. So the name could change to something else. Nothing is really set in stone with the name. But overall, the story is uh, is about pretty much how people view certain things and how your life and your struggles and what you're going through on on different levels, whether it's having supernatural abilities or just being an everyday person. The, ch- the choices that you make in life can determine your future at the same time. The life you're living may not be your true future. And my mm. character, yeah, yeah, deep, right, deep. So one of my characters, he literally goes through a cycle where he 
he sees himself living a life that is not really what God wants him to live or be. So when you when you sometimes worry at your path, you have to go through the you have to go through unwilling forces that are either gonna stop you, make you quit, or keep you go keep pushing to move forward. So through that, that's just like you know, just me trying to you know go around it without telling you too much. It's pretty. Right. It's, it's pretty. It's a pretty intense movie full of kung fu fighting scenes, love. Well, I won't say love scenes, romantic scenes, but more love for like what you do and what you believe in. And the story, the story, uh, is 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 very beautiful to me. As far as production, the COVID nineteen thing kind of shut things down right now because we was going through pre production, right. learning things. But through all that, I'm actually um, moving forward, and I'm doing my first leading acting role in Greensboro, and playing in a movie called Secret Path. And my character's name is Sebastian, and he's uh, I can tell you more of that more about that if you like as well. Oh yes, definitely. Tell us some more about that. Um, that was actually going to be my next question. Is that I know you're playing a lead in a new movie, so yes, please, I would love to hear about it. Okay, well, this uh, this character is called Sebastian, and the movie is called Sacred Path. Okay. And pretty much, it's about a character who uh, who takes his rent money that him and his girl that his girlfriend gave him, and says, "You know what? I'm trying to flip this." So he takes the rent money. And he goes and he says, yo, I want to get some marijuana so I can flip it and make some more money. So he hits up one of his boys and his boy, he's not really, the character I'm playing is not really street or whatever. Like, so he, he has to hit up one of his homeboys. He's like, yo, man, put me on to somebody. Give me some, you know, a lot of weed, like a lot of marijuana. And so he's like, all right, man, I got you. So they end up meeting this Suge Knight, death row type of dude or whatever, oh, wow. in the warehouse. Yeah, it's, it gets deep. It gets really intense out of nowhere. So, so uh, he he's there with him and he's talking to him. He's just like, yo, he's like, yo, who is this guy? Who's with you? Like, who is this guy? Like, yo, man, you ain't tell us about extra people. You know what I mean? Like, and he just, the character's like, wow, like, I am at the wrong place right now. So pretty much the guy says, all right, so here's some, here's some pills, here's some weed, here's some cocaine, pretty much narcotics. And my character is like, yo, none of that. None of that, sir. None of that. I don't need anything. I just want the marijuana, right? Mm-hmm. I just want. I just want. I, I just want the ganja. And from that point on, his whole world changed. So, the uh, Suge Knight character pretty much warned him. You know, watch your mouth. Watch you. You know who you're dealing with. Blah blah blah. blah. Here, take what we give you. They asked him to leave. He he felt some type of way, and he told him to go get my bag. So, unfortunately, now he has hood hoodlums or thugs after him to try to you know get the drugs back and while they're chasing him shooting at him he runs into a church and he finds the sacred path wow that's very very interesting like i can't wait to see that movie because thank you thank you it's deep and i like and knowing you i noticed that a lot of stuff that you do is deep like there's always uh behind message to it it's always a deeper message to it and that's really dope because i'm pretty sure you've heard that a lot of people say a lot of black movies may not have substance or you know Mm -hmm. they tired of seeing the same stuff and this stuff sounds different so what would you say your ultimate goal is like where are you trying to be in five years Well, first, let me say this. Shout out to uh, Copper King, Copper Vibrations. They're actually ones who's putting the production together. You know, oh, they good. chose me. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate them. 
but I see my ultimate goal is to be the next, uh, I'll say the next Dr. Seuss. And what I mean by that is I want to be so influential in what I do and my art and what I love and my passion that is, it's, it's, it's changing the status quo. Um, I make music, I act, I direct, I write, I write poetry, and all those things are great. I, I draw, I paint, but, and if I blow up in one of those areas, that's amazing too. But right. my true goal, my true goal, my true vision is to be influential. And cha- and you know how you just said everything I do is so deep? It's not yes. that, it's, it's not that I'll say I'm trying to be it. it's more about I do everything with a purpose. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just doing things or wanting to do things. You're passionate about finding, it. Definitely. Yes, I'm passionate. So I say whatever, anything that I can bring into this world that I can be passionate about. So if that's me being the best actor of all time, I'm going to be the best actor of all time. If that's me writing the best movie and directing. That's me directing that movie. That's going to be the best movie of all time. That's going to not even just the best, but more most influential. That's going to impact hearts. This is going to change the way people think. And I feel like through through me keep creating and through me uh, keep just I, I say striving to be better and the and the career paths that I choose I will find that. That's definitely a good way of looking at it because you definitely have to be passionate about it. And um, I was talking about this before in another podcast that a lot of people want stuff to happen overnight. But if you have that drive yeah. and stuff, it's going to happen for you when the time is right. There's a reason. That's, that's I'm true. a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. Like, as much as it is hard to believe it, it's a reason why this COVID is happening. A lot of people are getting done what they've been wanting to get done. They've either written a book or, you know, doing something that they're passionate about that they weren't able to do. So there's a reason um, for everything. And so I know you're from North Carolina. Um, How is the industry there, especially compared to other places you have traveled or when you hear about LA, Atlanta? Uh, What would you say the difference is? I'll say the only thing, the difference is uh, North Carolina is a little bit more conservative than the bigger cities, but the talent is there. You know what I'm saying? The talent is there. The will is there. But a lot of people, what they like to do is they like to go to other cities and then like do what they have to do there instead of coming back. And if they do come back, it's more about leaving and then, you know what I'm saying? And going to a different state. And so I'll say recently, last probably like four or five years, North Carolinians been trying to build within North Carolina. And a big sign is the baby, you know what I'm saying? That's right. a big sign. Cole doing his uh Dream Dreamville and just all just just the Durag Fest. Just a lot of things that's trying to get North Carolina on the spot. And I say as far as the uh movie industry, uh the people that I'm working with now are and people that are in that community are striving and they're doing the best they can it's just it's just all about like you say just getting that one just like the baby he's that one that just came out of charlotte it's just finding that one that's gonna hit and then boom now we're all on the bat and so i feel like north carolinians and just me right now we just need to continue to believe in ourselves and continue to keep working on our crafts that's definitely true because you know i'm from maryland and a lot of people 
Don't know that a lot of people come out of Merlin, like Taraj B. Henson, yeah. Dave Chappelle, Genuine. We have a lot yeah. of great people that come out of Merlin, but because they blew up when they either like moved or, you know, now they live in LA, New York, Atlanta. A lot of people forget that they came from there. Black China. We have yeah, so nah. many people and a lot of people forget that. And so I feel like Merlin, people from Merlin kind of feel the same way because we have Wale and we have Shaq Glizzy, which Shaq Glizzy definitely put us on the map because because a lot of people listen to him, and so did Wale. Um, so I definitely get what you're saying because it's not like North Carolina isn't a state you really hear about as far as rappers. Like I said, especially in the early 2000s, all you heard about was Atlanta, and yeah. so but it doesn't mean there's so many great talents um, in different um, areas. So yes, that's definitely good that you brought that up. And so I wanted to ask you, what are your other hobbies outside of acting and music? Oh, okay. Well, I love to play basketball. I love okay. to, um, I'm very, I'm a very like proactive person when it comes to like my energy being, you know, make sure I have it in different places or just doing something. So I love to work, you know, work out with far as it's martial arts, kickboxing, uh, Muay Thai, Wing, Wing Chun, or anything just as far as me, uh, just continue to create and evolve. So I like to paint as well. Um, oh, painting, yeah. yeah. I don't know and how to paint. Also, it is, man, all you have to do, if you want to know how to paint, yeah, is literally don't think and just grab some paint, grab a canvas, and just work. Just do what you want. If you want to make a face, make a face. If you don't want to make a face, don't make a face. You want to just have colors, have colors. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, just do it. And then through repetition, you start creating. You'll find your, you'll find your stroke. You feel what I'm saying? But um, with uh, I, and also a big thing, I like to play video games as well. My hand out, I play hand Call of Duty myself. <laughs> I like Call oh, of for Duty. Real? And I play a lot of uh, phone games. I'm playing like Toon Blast, Candy Crush. Look, oh, I, wow. I, here's a funny story. I just got a new phone maybe about a month ago, like right before this COVID happened, a little bit over a month ago. And so on my old phone, mm-hmm. on my 8 Plus, I was like at a level on Candy Crush, I was like over at a level 1000. So me thinking that, you know, I just going to transfer phones and everything and it's going to be on the same level. No, I get my new phone, download Candy Crush and I start all over again. So I just deleted the app. I got frustrated. The struggle. Yeah, so people, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> out there, nah, you get a new phone, remember <laughs> that uh-huh. uh, Candy uh-huh. Crush may not be there. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, video games are pretty cool. I um like Call of Duty. Um, I used to play Halo a lot, Street Fighter. Oh, my God. I used to love Halo. Yeah, me I mean, too. I still Halo. love Halo. But it's like that was the time. If you used to play Halo, then you I know that you you were during what you were doing during that time because Halo was real. Halo, Halo Four, uh, was amazing. Street Fighter, I love Street Fighter. Mario Kart. Oh, Super Smash Brothers. Yes, Super Smash Brothers. Video games are so cool. They're dope. And so, um, let's get back into it. So my next question is. Who are some people you want to work with in the future? Like, if you could pick three people that you could work with in the future, whether it's with acting or music, who would you pick? Mm. Well, R.I.P. 
It's one of my favorite basketball players of all time. That's Kobe Bryant. Honestly, he'll be probably one of the first people that I would want to pick because he, mm-hmm. he was really just now getting into his artistry, his creating. He was doing like short films and stuff. He actually won a, uh, a Oscar or whatever as well. I really, that's probably one of the people I would want to work with when it, as far as comes creating. But since I can't, I guess I'll pick three more. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see. I would love to, mm, this is deep right here. This is real deep. Good question. Yeah. Good question. It's hard. Yeah. I know it's hard because there's so many great people out here. Yeah, that it is just three. It's like, hmm. I want to, uh, I'll say if I could work with anybody, uh, it would be, I forgot. I'm sorry because I, hold on. Let me let me think. Let me think for a second. Well, I say one person would be uh, Kendrick Lamar. If Kendrick Lamar, music. okay. Well, can I get three in each for like music, acting, and yeah, then, like, go ahead. That's okay. Perfect. Movies, okay, because that that makes it a little bit better for me. Okay, <laughs> so a little bit easier. Uh, so as far as music, I can work with three people. Yeah, I'll work with. Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick. Frank Ocean. Ooh, good one. And it's a tie between. I uh, see the last one is really hard, man. But I'm gonna have to say James Blake. I don't know too many people that know who James Blake is, but I don't he, know who James Blake is. Who is he? <laughs> he's a he's a dope, dope, dope artist. Seems like an angel. Look him up, James Blake. He has a I'm song, going to uh, look him up right after this podcast. Travis Scott. He has a song really? with Travis Scott. Really? I can't believe I never heard of him. Mile High. Mile High. His old music is amazing. He just it's you you see why when you look him up. But he, okay. he's like beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. As far as uh let me see acting. Yeah, acting. Uh I, if I could I'll say I saw. I've been. I've been peeping. Is I've been at work, but I've been pe- peeping Idris Elba, uh, his lives, and he gives. He does give great advice. He actually listens and pay attentions and like really gives good feedback. So if I could work with, I would. I would love to work with Idris Elba. Oh, well, dang, that's mm, that's hard. <laughs> see, <laughs> I just thought about. It. Okay, Will Smith. I gotta work with Will Smith. Oh man. yes, like, you gotta yeah, work like, with I Will. Can't, I can't. I can't. I can't leave out Will Smith, man. Like he's the reason why I even thought ever thought about being an actor. And then it's like I can't leave out Denzel either, because it's like it's like come on, it's like what are you doing? <laughs> right. It's like what are you doing? So it'll be. I have to say Will Smith, Denzel, and uh, ah, this last one. I have to say Leonardo DiCaprio, man. I'm just. Ooh, yeah. Dude, he, He's he just he's a beast. He's a beast at what he does, and I just oh my gosh. What's your favorite uh, yeah. Will Smith movie? I am Legend. Ooh. No, 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 no. A... I'm be honest. I I no, not I am Legend. It's Hancock. One of my Hancock. favorites is Hancock. Oh, Hancock yes. is good. Mine's yeah. is actually it'll probably be the Pursuit of Happiness. That... Oh, that's a good one too. I, that's a good so one, right? Bad Boys Three. Honestly, was that like that? Ooh, too, that was like, dope. It made me think, like, yo, I want to see more of this. You know what I'm saying? But okay, yes. as far as as far as movies and films, 
I'm gonna have to say um, Quentin Tarantino. Uh huh. I'd love to be in a Quentin Tarantino film. I just feel like that thing will be fire. Um, Ryan, uh, Ryan Cougar, Cougar, I think is the dude who uh, directed. Uh, he directed Black Panther. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a dope director. And then, uh, let me see this last director. Uh, mm, I would say there's just so many great, just great directors, and just it's like I don't want to just leave out people. Definitely, I know, I know. Yeah. What about the one who um, Get Out and Us? Who was that? Oh, Jordan Peele. Mm. Yes. Ah, uh, I it's like I, I could say Jordan Peele, but I have to say Christopher Nolan. Christopher and Nolan, Christo- okay. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. He uh he directed The Dark Knight. That's like the Ooh. best one of my favorite movies. I've never was, seen uh, that movie. With Heath Ledger. No, never the, seen the it. Joker. Oh, you're okay. Oh my God, dude. We can't. We can't be cool. That's like <laughs> the best. Look, if actors alive, I would have wanted. Heath Ledger. I would have wanted, would have been able to act with him. He that that movie where he played Joker was probably one of the best acting performances of all time. Like no BS. So you got to watch it. Like because if you compare that to how he is and how his other movies, what he acted in his other movies, and he how he played the Joker, it's like insane. It's like wow. It's like how did he do that? Yeah, I got to see that. I have to see. It's, it's, it's on Netflix. Night. It's on Netflix. Watch it tonight, The Dark Knight. It's going to change your life. Okay, and I was just sitting here thinking about a movie I need to watch. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> you will love that. I, that's the only movie I can like watch over and over again and not, not think about it, not care. I remember one time I watched Love and Basketball four times in one day. <laughs> I think I watched that too much that I hate it now. Like when I was young, I watched it at least a hundred, like two hundred times. Like really? No okay, yeah. Yes. Love and Basketball is really good. Yeah, it was that's good. oosh. Uh, Shania Latham. Did I get her name? Shania Latham. She is one of my favorite actresses. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah, I like in her. my opinion, she and I just I just watched Brown Sugar like last week. I never knew about Brown Sugar. I think until she's, last I think week. there's a lot of underrated actors that mm-hmm. I like to call out. Uh, Shania, uh, Nia Long, uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. is one of the best entertainers, actors of our of our generation. Man, who did he, he play? J- Ray Charles, right? Ray he- Charles was, look, it was, look, it's Heath Ledger, the Joker, then Jamie Foxx, Ray Charles for me. You know what I'm saying? Then it's Denzel. Denzel gets one, you know what I'm saying? It's like those, him playing Ray Charles, oh yeah, Denzel playing Malcolm X. So my three top favorite performances of all time is Heath Ledger, the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray, I'll say, I'll say Ray Charles, Jamie Foxx, because I didn't really get, because I only saw, all I, all I saw was old Ray Charles and like old pictures and stuff. Jamie Foxx showed us who Ray Charles was, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, was, I, like it was amazing, insane. Uh, and then the next one was Denzel with Malcolm X. That like I didn't I didn't I thought when I was younger I thought Denzel was Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like 
Like that's how good he made it. Like he like that he made me realize who Malcolm X was and wanted to do more research. Like whoa, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Those three performances are the performance I watch all the time. Three, three of the best to me. Have you ever seen The Life of Pi? Yeah, I have. That's that's a great movie too. The director actually, the director of that movie, and then uh, Slumdog Millionaire, mm-hmm. and he's oh that's that's another director I would love <laughs> to work with. That's another. I forgot his name though, but he's he's dope. He uh, he just passed away. Oh yeah. R.I.P. to him. Definitely. And do you know that the boy who played in the life of pie he originally went to the audition with his brother his brother was auditioning mm-hmm. for the role and he walked out of there with the role he wasn't even going there to audition or anything and he killed it yeah, i love did. the life I'm, of pie that's a great movie it is a great, great movie. movie for you to be on a boat with a tiger for that long and um mm-hmm. And still draw people in. Like, it wasn't a whole bunch of stuff going on. But it was um, interesting. But I don't... was he really on the boat with the tiger? Was he? What? Good point. Think about it. Think about it. Think about good it. Good point. That's yeah. a really good point. Maybe he wasn't. Mm-hmm. That, see, I like movies that are thought-provoking. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. And so, we talked about who you want to work with in the future. Um, who have you worked with in the past? Oh, um, well, I'll just say I just uh, only local things, startups. Most of the most of the things that I work. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. I'm no, no, I'm not tripping. I got actually, I actually did a, a music video mm-hmm. and a song. If you don't, if y'all don't mind uh, checking it out. Oh uh, yes, your music video. Yes, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's with, the, pray with the girl, you. right? Uh huh. Yes, ma'am. It's called "Pray for You," and um, the director, she's a, she's she uh, she is a dope, dope director, and um, she actually just uh, released. I think it was last year. She released her first feature film, which did very well, and um. Uh, it was. It's called Feminine. Have you ever heard about that? No, I haven't heard about that. Where can we watch it? Uh, her. You can check her. Her name is uh, Talila Byron. Okay. And uh, her 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 brand is called Fashion Prodigy. Okay. And Fashion Prodigy. Her movie is called Feminine. It's a dope movie. She actually, I say, she's an up and coming director that's going to be big time one day. So working with her on my Pray for You music video was amazing. Um, working with uh, my uh, my homie who's a dope videographer named Stacy Green. Working with the Copper Vibrations, who is an upcoming uh, group right now, and uh, on the movie right now, Sacred Paths. They're dope, and just doing my own thing, really. Uh, I also uh, have some upcoming roles that uh, uh, are coming soon. I don't want to talk too much about it, but uh, we, you know, we'll see when it happens. Yes, definitely, definitely. And so for everybody out there, because I know a lot of people ask this question, um, do you write scripts? Because if you do, that's talent. Because a lot of people don't write their own stuff, um, mm-hmm. just like music and stuff. Do you write scripts and do you write your own music? I write all of my own music and I do write scripts. I'm just not good at, I'll say, the way, uh, I'll say, I write more, I, I write mostly stories 
I'll say with my scripts, they can be all over the place sometimes. Like I have like probably like uh, probably like 50 scripts in my docs. And like some of them are look like good scripts, you know what I'm saying? Like I worked on it. Some of them just look like it's a canvas, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, I got stuff right here, stuff right there, stuff right there. As far as my productions and what I worked on, I yeah, I can write a script. Well, I guess I'm just being modest. Yeah, I write. Yeah, yeah. I I just say I need. I I I still I say I need practice, but I feel like my my overall story, storytelling is is good, and my music as well. I write everything. I don't need no ghostwriter. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's good. He said I don't need no ghostwriter. (laughs) That's good. And so I noticed on your Instagram, it looks like you do some modeling. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Do you model? Because your pictures are dope. I seen the one with the flower in your mouth. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, as far as modeling, it's I. I'm just really I model when somebody needs me. You know what I'm saying? So like, hey, can you model this for me? Because modeling is this is what I tell models and people why don't you model when they ask me i say why be a model when i can be the real thing that's true why be a model why model an artist a musical artist when i can be that musical artist you know what i'm saying why model for this suit or whatever shirt when i can go buy it and wear it because i'm successful you know what i'm saying and just wear it and be the role model of the models that's yeah, a wonderful sure. way to think about that. Like your mm-hmm. mindset separates you from a lot of different actors and artists because the mindset that you have is you think beyond kind of like the normal. And me being a Virgo, I don't know. What's your sign? I'm a Scorpio, so we you best Scorpio. friends. Yeah, yeah, me being a Virgo, I think deep. I'm very yeah. analytical. And yeah. um, that's definitely a good trait to have. You think beyond Thank the you. box, especially as a writer. That's a really good trait to have to think beyond the box. And also, your mom is an author. Did you get your oh, skills yeah. from her? I I feel like I got my storytelling from my mom, but I got my uh, passion and like with it from like the work ethic kind of from from my dad. Okay. So like my mom, my mom honestly, without her love and her compassion, I probably wouldn't be who I am today. Like I probably like. When I say as a young, it's it's not easy growing up being, you know, being a black man, young man, a boy, okay? Because we have a lot of, and it's not, I mean, I'm not, you know, asking for no handouts or anything, but right. it's just, we can go a lot of different ways, you know what I'm saying? And so in my life, at one point in time, I thought, you know, I really want to be this jock, the sports dude. I wanted to play football, basketball, and all these different things. And my mom always told me, you know, reminded me, well, look, you you have gifts that can, you know, inspire people, influence people. You need to figure out what it is and how to bring it to life. Like, it's good that you're good in sports, but it's not your, it's not saying it's not your future, but it's just not, it's not what you're meant to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so her putting those, you know, those positive affirmations in my head. So when I did do something, when I did rap or when I did do music, it was always support and love, no matter like, oh, what is this or anything that kept me going to get into this point where now, I can, if somebody gives me an idea, I can make a story about it. I can literally make a story about anything. I can create, I can, I can, I can, I can, it's easy to me now. You know what I'm saying? And so my mother, the way, the way she articulates herself is definitely, is I definitely learned from her. As far as my dad, my dad, he can sing and he uh, writes poetry. Oh, really? He can so, sing? I didn't yeah. know that. 
Yeah, but he's he's a little bit on one of more the conservative type, you know. Okay. But you know, that's probably his hobby, you know. But he's a, yeah. he's a dope poet. So I say that's where I get my deepness from. My my analytical and critical side is from my dad. You get that from your he's, dad. Mm. Yeah. That, my mom that's is more really the, cool. the spirit, the free loving spirit, the the love, the believe in your dreams, you know. So that's definitely those, cool. a great combination of both, also. Yeah, that's a great combination of both. And um, that's definitely wonderful because, you know, I come from a mom that also writes and everything. And she's definitely taught me a lot as well, especially. Oh, you do? Yes. Especially how to be independent, um, the rights and wrongs, especially in this industry, because you do learn a lot. This is not an industry that is easy and it's not easy to get in. It's not everyone's working on their own time. You have to grasp people's attention. It's definitely something that's not easy. But like I said, we have that mindset. We have that drive. You have to have that drive. So. I definitely think that that's something that's important to have. And I know you were talking about being a black man. And so I wanted to talk about everyone knows what's going on about Ahmad Arby. What's your views on that? What do you think? I, they arrested the two white men who killed him. And I'm so happy about that because that story is just sad. But what are your views on what happened? They're saying that he broke into their house. But from the video that I saw, he was just jogging. Um, so what do you think mm. about that? And, you know, other stuff, Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, what do you think about what's happened to our black men, men in America? Okay. Well, I made this, I made this post and I kind of wrote it out first and I had it in my notes as soon as, a lot of times I write things and I just put it in my notes and then I'm like, nah, I'm not going to post this or I might post this. And I was just like, you know what? I may post this. Cause I feel like a lot of people kind of feel and understand where I'm coming from and how it feels. So I, I wrote this, I wrote, I said, I def, I've defined myself as a spiritual being living a human experience. So during my human experience, I realized not every human has my perspective. To feel empathy is a strength, but also a weakness because some humans aren't blessed with this gift of empathy. So my point is to be black in this world is like walking around with suppressed rage, but compassionate enough not to destroy everything in your path. Mm. So pretty much what I'm saying is that's that's exactly it, it. It enrages me when I hear stories like this. It it, it pisses me off. It makes me mad. But um, you have to you you can't you can't you got to take it. It's like they're trying. It's really trying to desensitize us with these videos and how it's posted and how it's shown to us. And it's very, it's very, very negative. And all this negative energy can cloud you, can cloud your mind, it can get in your psyche. But at the same time, you have to peep game. You can't sit around and let things happen. So my advice for young black males and black girls is we need to be better at defending ourselves. And so I'm saying is uh, a lot of people carry, I, I didn't realize until getting older how many people carry around guns on them. You know what I'm saying? And in some families and some communities, I'll say not as much as the blacks, not saying they aren't, we don't really have a gun culture or strong gun culture as as far as self-defense in our communities, which it's, it makes us easy targets to people who are discriminatory, I mean, who can discriminate, I mean, discriminate, my bad, <laughs> who can be, dis, who can discriminate against us or whatever. And so my thing is, yes, we know 
we know as far as I don't want to talk too much about the situation because it's that situation is one out of a million situations right. that's been going on thousands since since generations and years. Definitely. And I only so it's it's sad that it continues to go on because I don't it could be anybody next, you know what I'm saying? So anybody what I'm trying I, instead of talking about how messed up it is and how they try to get out of this, those people the people that are that are doing these killings, they're they're pretty much like pawns, they're robots. There are people that live in the status quo and they're stuck in their perspective as far as being a human, thinking that this human is less or inferior to them and they can do whatever they want. As far as you being able to order another man to stop just because you want them to, and since they don't stop, you shoot them, that lets you know there's something wrong with you. So I can't really say, oh, this is, I, I'm not about to keep talking about what's wrong or right. The, right. What we need to do to prevent these things is protect ourselves, protect our loved ones. Change. And also we need, and people say this and it's kind of coonery, but it, it is some factual advice to it. We, we are sad when black people die. You know what I'm saying? We are sad when somebody gets shot, one of our friends goes down and gets shot or whatever. It could be gang or just cheating or whatever it is. We, we sad when we, when, oh, RIP, my man, they killed my man. But we talk about killing each other every day like it ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Like, black on black crime. It's all the music. It's, a, it's not even just black on black crime. It's just, it's the frequency. If you continue to live in a frequency and be in a frequency of death, I'm going to kill this, I'm going to kill him, I'm going to run up on him, I'm going to take him, I'm going to run up on him, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And hopefully this is not a sound bite one day. We cannot, we cannot continue to protect ourselves and we cannot continue to ask for protection. We need to protect ourselves. And that starts by also saying, okay, let's get guns, guys, to protect ourselves against racism. And also, and it, let's stop killing each other so we can build our team stronger. You know what I'm saying? We can be stronger within. We got to realize killing us should be an ultimate sin as well. And I agree. It sucks that when people talk about, you know, when somebody gets killed, like by a white, by a white person or a cop, that we, we make it a big deal and then somebody brings it up, oh, but y'all kill each other, y'all make a big deal. Facts, that, yeah, we, we don't as as much as we should, but we should, we should make it a big deal. You we killed Pookie, should. why'd you kill Pookie? He's us, he's one of us, you know what I'm saying? That's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Killing being killing people is not cool. Being a thug running up on somebody is not cool. You know what I'm saying? It's not cool at That's, all. And I think that yeah. um it, it all depends on well, I'm not gonna say it all depends on because a lot of people say it starts at the home. It does start at the home, but you can have a come from a great home environment, you can come from a, the church, although that doesn't mean that you know you don't sin or anything. But I was saying an environment changes children. Definitely. Like the environment you put children in and the environment that you grow up in can change you no matter what your home life is like. Because think about it. How many hours a day do you, when you were in grade school, you spent more time in school than you did at home. You're at school from probably what, seven to three, and then maybe do after school activities till about six or seven and you're home with your parents for two hours, eat dinner, then go to sleep at nine and do it again. You have more, you're able to be affected by your environment more because you spend more time at school around your friends in the streets. So that can definitely affect um, 
behavior and how you act and how you grow up because a lot of people say oh it's about your home life but no you can have the perfect home life although nothing is perfect it doesn't mean that everyone every delinquent child does not come from a bad family like a father in jail mother on drugs that's the that's the typical what people think but that's not true yeah definitely and so Yes, definitely. So we're gonna wrap up. Um, do you have any last minute comments? Uh, let me see. I I like to say thank you, Elizabeth. I appreciate the interview and your questions. They were amazing. Oh, um, you're welcome. Thank you for coming on. Oh yeah, anytime, anytime. Also, just you know, remember my name, Kenneth. Lankin, oh yeah, shout out to your social AKA, media, AKA, AKA Sir Lambkin. You can find me on all social media websites and. Also, your favorite musical platforms, uh, Sir Lampkin, S-I-R-L-A-M-P-K-I-N. And um, a few more things I like to say, uh, just, you know, remember me, because it's, it's, it's going to be some, it's going to be some great things happening in my future. I can feel it. And, and also the people that I'm working with as well. Oh, definitely. So we're going to be looking for some movies from you, some music from yes, you. So your music is on all platforms. Is that what you said? Yes, ma'am. You can check my music on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon Prime, um, YouTube, whatever you like. All right. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, the Area Justice Show. And stay safe, wash your hands and wear your mask and stay in the house. <laughs> quarantine. <got> <laughs> yes, all right. It's- I will see everybody on the next podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you.